This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I'm about that college football life. And finally, the CFB has nailed down their 12-team playoff, which is starting this year. So it's going to consist of the five highest-ranked conference champions along with the next seven highest-ranked teams. So what you've got is at least one group of five team will reach the playoff each and every single year. But the CFP is not going to refer to it as the group of five because there's always a chance that one of those so-called group of five champions could be above one of the power five conferences. But now we have essentially the power four, which is the SEC, the Big Ten, the Big 12, and the ACC. And the Pac-12 is, it exists, but not as one of these power conferences. Do you like the way this setup is is going to be instituted by the college football playoff? Ugh, sounds like keeping up with Game of Thrones. We've got the Big <laughs> Four, the Big Eight, the Power Nine, and the I-5. You'll have to put them all together because we don't know if somebody from the Big Four is going to come or the Big Eight. And also keeping yeah. track of what conferences people are in oh, these days. So it is complicated, but I will say this. Thank God we are finally ushering in the 12-team playoff because we've been shaking our fists for a while now. And here's the thing Mm -hmm. about the NCAA. Sometimes they are terrible, and sometimes they don't care what the public opinion on them is. They're going to do whatever the hell they want. So at least round of applause for finally doing something that the fans want. So I'm excited for this. I do think this will – do you think this will provide more parity? Because I do think that there is probably an area in between Mm -hmm. where, you know, maybe we could do six or eight. Do you think 12 is too much? Do you think we will be left with maybe a team that gets the break speed off them? Yeah. In some of these semifinal games? I mean, I honestly, eight would have been fine with me. But I'll say this. If they're going to have a 12-team playoff, you don't get to complain if you don't get in. And you're at 13. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like at at eight, I thought eight would have been plenty. But this is more than enough. And I think they're doing it the right way. And everyone should get a shot here. But I'm hoping at the very least that this will temper down some of the argument as to, well, this team didn't get in. This team should have gotten in. You've got to draw the line somewhere, right? This isn't March Madness. Not every single team can get into the tournament at the end of the year. And also it's football. So you have to, you also have to be careful here, Chelsea, because look, we're talking about college kids. We're talking about a violent sport. And the more games you add, you can wear these, these guys out. And the NFL has done this too, right? Where they add an extra game here and then they, they don't really worry about it. But that's something just you have to be mindful of whenever you continue expanding a field and adding games. But ultimately, I do think this is a great thing for college football because now if you're having a very good season, you're getting in. Of course, there's always going to be one or two teams that complain about not getting in. But ultimately, 12 teams is plenty. Yeah, here's looking at you, UCF. Wasn't it UCF that was like, we're national champions that they year? They won it all. We're like, UCF, let's pipe down here. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You've had a great season. But when we have 12 teams in the mix, everybody is going to be included. If you probably have mm-hmm. an undefeated season in a decent conference, you're probably mm-hmm. going to get in. 
do you think we will still have the quote unquote best teams playing for the championship? Because that's the only thing that I kind of worry about. Because as much belly aching as there was about Florida State not getting in, which I think they had a very good argument, mm -hmm. I did feel like this year, although there were only four teams that got in, we got the four best teams. Like, do I you think there is an instance in which, because here's the thing about football, you play one bad game, you're out. Like, similar to March yeah. Madness, maybe not like the same thing, but do you think we will still get the four quote-unquote best teams that are kind of in the later stages of this? <clears throat> that's you know here's what i would say is that it's like it's gonna be even though this isn't march madness it's going to be similar in that just because you have one of the best four teams in the country does not necessarily mean that you make it to the final now i believe the top four teams here will end up getting get a, a buy yeah yeah so they get a break, which will definitely help. And so that will obviously increase their chances of, of getting to the final here. But every year we see this, just look at Georgia as a perfect example right now. I know they didn't make the playoff, mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people would say at the end of the year, was Georgia one of the best teams in the country? Yes, no question about it. However, they faltered at the end of the season, just like you can falter in the early stages of this playoff. So we'll see it every year. There will be at least one team and – Maybe there won't be, but I guarantee you more often than not, there will be an upset that takes place and you'll say, wow, they had an incredible season and they didn't make it as far as everyone thought they should have. Yeah, from a betting perspective, does this sway you off taking favorites in college football mm. a little bit more? Because we have seen this over the past you know, few years or decades or whatever, is some of these mm -hmm. teams will have a cupcake schedule and a cakewalk to getting into the college football playoff but now when you have to play more games, it feels like there will be a little bit more volatility because we talked about this earlier in the show. March Madness is the ultimate, you know, volatile betting yeah. market just because there are so many games in the postseason. Do you think this increases the volatility of who wins the national championship? I mean, I think it, it does to a point just by virtue of the fact that you're going to have more teams to get the opportunity to play for it. I also yeah. think at the same time that we're in an era where the rich are going to get richer here. And we're already seeing it with name, image, and likeness, where you have these blue blood schools who are raising a hell of a lot of money and they are able to bring in the best players. They have more depth and there is becoming more of a disparity in college football because of that. So while yes, teams will have a shot because there will be more teams and there's more possibility for an upset by virtue of how this is laid out. At the same time, we are really in danger if you're talking about college football as a whole of being more top heavy than ever. And college football has in many ways always been kind of a top heavy sport because if you're a, a blue blood school and you have more money, you have better facilities and you have more promotion and everything that goes along with that. But now you're talking about actual dollars and actual dollars matter in a big way which is why guys play for 85 different schools before they finally graduate so at some point i think something needs to be done so that we do have more of a level playing field which will include a bigger field in the playoff yeah i think eventually we'll see contracts too because these mm -hmm. kids just feel like they're one-year warriors where it's just one year and they're done okay so it's also message board season which i don't really yeah. subscribe to but Jenks, you talk about it all the time. And I'm seeing your Longhorns as one of the favorites to win it all next year. So what's yeah. been popping off 
on the message boards. What's the outlook for your Longhorns? The outlook is finally Texas has is not a is not a paper tiger. So if you look at the national mm-hmm. title odds right now, Georgia is the favorite at plus three fifty. Ohio State is five to one. Texas is the third favorite at plus seven fifty. So there's always, I think, a bit of a misnomer when you think about these blue blood schools. Oh, they always recruit well. They always do. And Sometimes they do, but then sometimes they don't develop talent. Sometimes guys transfer, but you assume because of the name, they always have the talent and they've underperformed. At least for Texas in particular, they've had a smidge of talent. But if you look at the draft over the past few seasons, hardly any Texas players have been drafted. They're going to have like eight or nine guys this year. So for the first time in a long time, Texas is developing guys and they have a lot of guys waiting in the wings. That has not been the case. It has been for guys like Georgia and Ohio State and Bama. Now Texas is finally there, but it's taken a long time. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.